0: This is a run pod option. I'm Marty. I'm Kyle. I'm Jeff. Welcome back, Kyle. Uh, follow, <laughs> us, follow us on Twitter at runpodoption or email us at runpodoption at gmail.com. Uh, tell your friends about us. We'd, we'd really like for the community to grow here. Uh, we're going to jump into it. This is our pick show, but before we get to the picks, Kyle and Jeff, I have a few questions about some surprise teams so far this season. Are you ready? Oh boy. Let's Let's do it. Go. It's really one question, so I I was misleading, so I've already changed that. Uh, It's the biggest surprise of the season so far. We're halfway through it. Almost every team, I think every team might have played six by now, Uh, every FBS team at least. So here here are my surprises that I marked down, and if you have anything else, feel free to bring it, but this is going to be positive surprises, not necessarily negative (laughs) surprises. (laughs) Okay. All right, so... One of the first ones I have here is Baylor at six and zero, tied for first in the Big Twelve, which to me is fantastic. Sure, yeah. There's Minnesota who started six and zero, and low key looks like they're going to end up going like maybe nine and zero before <laughs> I think they run into Wisconsin, or is it Wisconsin? They have early up Jeff. I can't remember.
1: Penn State is the first challenge.
0: That's what it was. Yep, uh, Minnesota at six and zero, Arizona State at five and one, Old Herm. Doing it big, despite, I think, needing a couple of comebacks there to get there. Haven't been able to watch many of their games because the Pac-12 network. LSU's offense slash them being 6-0. and And then finally, Duke leading the Coastal Division at 4-2.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing surprises me in the Coastal Division.
0: So. I think that's that's probably the one one of the most right answers because as I was writing it out, I was thinking like, well, this could literally be any team,
2: and I would have had it on this list. <laughs> it's you're just playing for the right to lose to Clemson in the championship game. That's what you're doing. You were right about Wake Forest, I guess. By the way,
0: they, they got they got beat by Louisville. I don't know if you got a chance to watch that game, but they suffered their first loss. And not even to get into that, let's let's eliminate Duke from this from this conversation.
2: Yeah. I'm going to say LSU, honestly. Their offense. If
0: they were 6 0 without the offense, would you be as surprised?
2: No, because I feel like it would be like really ugly, like 16 to 10 games. and What we expected almost. Like yeah. Just them grinding out. But Joe Burrows, I mean, I've seen things now that he's leading the the Heisman polls at this point.
0: And you can throw away tanking for Tua, it's a uh, burying for
1: Burrow. <laughs> That's terrible
2: That is bad Well there's there's enough bad teams out there That are going to need quarterbacks so.
0: Jeff and I talked about it yesterday The progress that Burroughs made From his junior to senior year I think is the pinnacle Night And then you combine that with It'd be one thing if he was weak In a passing system And then good in a passing system But to be weak in, in what was supposed to be Matt Canada's system Then Joe Brady comes in and he looks like he's Drew Brees out there, uh, quite literally. LSU's offense, for me, is the most impressive unit all season to this point.
2: They've been a revelation and they don't show any signs of slowing down. Do
1: no.
0: No, and they're, they're bugaboo of, of Alabama who's got injuries on defense. I don't think they're going to be able to slow them down either.
2: Everyone's expecting a 50 to 40 game between those two. <laughs> Which would be a nice change of pace, considering the uh, the national championship what eight years ago, where it was like a nine to six or six to three (laughs) game.
1: I think I think
0: it was six to three was the regular season game. Yeah, and then their actual championship game. I can't remember the score, but it couldn't have been that
2: far off either. I feel like it was a really really low scoring game, and it was tough to watch. Jeff, talk about Minnesota
1: a little bit. Yeah. So Minnesota is really interesting. Also playing with a great quarterback, Tanner Morgan. I think he set the, um, passing efficiency record in a game. Um, he's not quite as magnificent as Burrow, but super efficient. Uh, he's at 70% of his passes, um, limiting turnovers. Uh, I watched a couple of their games and their offense is pretty, I don't say basic, but it's, they've got some RPOs built in. It's just, they're really solid. Um, the one caveat is they played a bunch of garbage teams and barely won most of their games, so it's kind of tough to tell if are they good or are they just, you know, beating a bunch of lower level teams and kind of escaping. So they did thump Nebraska last week, bad, but Nebraska also didn't have Adrian Martinez. So again, it's it's really tough to say where they are.
0: I think I go hot and cold on it, and I always use Peyton Manning as an example. When, when Indianapolis were blowing out teams is when he failed in the playoffs, and the first season that they actually had stiff competition during the regular season was the year he won the Super Bowl. And I don't think Minnesota's <laughs> going to the championship or anything, but I wonder if for as many stories there are of teams who have won seven games by one score and end up nine and three there's the exact opposite, right? There's the, and just to pick a random Sunbelt team, there's the North Texas of the world that will lose six games by one scores, and everyone's just like, oh, man, six and six, but really, you know, flip of a coin could have been nine and three. Also flip of a coin could have been three and nine. Yeah. And when he was at Western, I don't think he had anything necessarily special either, right? It was just consistency.
2: Don't you ever say anything about PJ Fleck and the Flecktones. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm okay. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'm doing myself a disservice. And I'm looking through the the game guide on on Saturdays. And I see Minnesota playing. And I immediately say, well, that's not a game I'm going to watch because it's Minnesota. But, yeah, I feel like I need to sit down and actually watch them. Yeah, I think I'm going to
0: go out of the, out of my way to watch them this week too because I think and I might actually I think that also could probably be applied to the Baylor situation because it's not high flying Baylor anymore. So, I don't think people realize that they are still doing some exciting things there and Arizona State as a matter of really just time zone. Yeah. I think it's actually Arizona State versus Utah this week, which is yeah at Utah. It's a pretty, which is a pretty big game. But if it's Arizona State at Colorado, like I, <clears throat> I really can't be that bothered by it because I know where Colorado's at right now. And if it's Minnesota and Illinois, or Minnesota and Indiana, despite there being exciting players for some of those teams, it's still not priority for me. If purely because I don't know the players. Like like I do with the Big Twelve or with the SEC or with the big parts of the Big Ten.
2: Not to mention, there's a stigma with the Big Ten. Yes, that's that's just how it is. It's known to be a very grinded out, just can get ugly, can get kind of boring. Hell, that Michigan Iowa game from two weeks ago was a yeah. little boring, <laughs> it was fun. But there wasn't a lot that went on. Yeah, it, it was offense. the same.
1: It was the same this week with Iowa and Penn State. They were just. Trading bo- trading body blows and then Penn State pulled away late because of some you know tra- shards of offense. But yeah, you're you're right. It's going to happen again this week too. Michigan and Penn State are probably going to go back and forth and end up in a close game. So
0: M- meanwhile, Nebraska and Illinois, Nebraska and Illinois end up having a shootout, and because it's not a big game, nobody no cares. one sees. No one's yeah. Nobody gets nobody sees it. Nobody cares, and yeah. it's just a kind of an afterthought. And even though Illinois, I think it's they still have a losing record, like Lovey Smith has done more this year than I definitely expected him to do. In only that, I've seen news about Illinois three times this year, which is three times more than I expected.
1: <laughs> He'll be gone probably this year.
2: Mildly surprised that uh, SMU is on your list, buddy. I
0: do think it's surprising, but I think a little bit is taken away when the entire AAC – I, that probably could have been its own. I think it would have been a better, a better thing for me to mention if I talked about UCF looking like the fifth best team right now in the American, with Memphis, Temple, SMU, Tulane, and Cincinnati.
2: Yeah, and that, that is a huge story right there. I mean, hey, Temple in Memphis this past weekend was kind of fun. It was a blast. I, I, caught, I, I, caught, uh, I caught some seconds of it when, when I was um, out at a wine bar with my wife. Uh, but yeah, bougie as hell. Some classy um, teams. Yes, yeah. Nothing classier than Memphis. Um,
0: <laughs> oh man, I don't want to. <laughs> I, I, I will defend Memphis as, as the city, but the school I can't. I, I don't. <laughs> I can't.
2: They harbored John Calipari. Yeah, that's as why a, I can't. As a, as a basketball coach, right now they and they just brought in the number one recruiting class for basketball with Tony Hardaway as their head coach. So. That's fun. There,
0: There's been a major money. And and here's kind of the weird thing about it. When you look at the American and we'll, we'll wrap up the American before we get to picks. Does it sound okay? Sure. Yeah. So the American currently, so you have Cincinnati temple and Tulane that are all five and one SMU six and O oh, uh, UCS four and two Navy's four and one Memphis is five and one as well. I don't know if I mentioned them. Then you have a down year for South Florida, a down year for Houston and if Houston was going to perform like I think a lot of us thought they would. This is even a crate, and if UCF was too, this would be even crazier.
2: And I feel bad just kind of like throwing it on UCF. It's just that they're not they're not undefeated like they have been the last couple of years. So. Yeah,
0: and I think part of that goes the obvious injury, right? I think yeah. I, I don't doubt that they're six and zero with, or at least five and one with Milton. I also don't think Josh Heupel is that great of a coach. Because was Frost just magic. continuing. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's doing exactly that. I think he's continuing what Frost had, and I think he did the same thing when he was at OU as an offensive coordinator. He wasn't bad, but he was still taking someone other, someone else's playbook and doing it. I don't think he can coach the way that we think Scott Frost can coach.
2: I'd see. See, I'd still like to see the product in a, at Nebraska. And that's a bigger stage. I get it. but
0: Yeah. Bigger stage and also bigger giants, you know, that you're going up against. And yeah. and I think the benefit that, that Heupel had at UCF is all they've had really is a history of either being great or really bad. When they had Bortles, they were a lot of fun to watch. And then they just fell apart. And then Scott Frost came and they picked it back up again. And Orlando and Florida in general – those three stars are better than your Midwest four stars in a boring Big Ten system. If nothing else, I think they're faster. And that at first, I think that's why UCF was able to have that advantage. The difference now is Temple's got a good coach. Cincinnati's got a good coach. South Florida doesn't, so they're losing talent. Tulane has a great coach. SMU has a great coach. Navy's always well-coached. Memphis has a good coach. Dan, you can take or leave Dana, but he's... At least proven that he can be a coach. <laughs> he can. He can well, put he, up.
2: <laughs> he, he's put up some great years in West Virginia, and that's yeah. a let's let's face it, Morgantown not an easy place to recruit to. No. It's in the middle of nowhere, and they burn couches.
0: Rich Rodriguez doesn't <laughs> give enough, get enough credit for doing what he did at West
2: Virginia. Yeah, I think that is an incredibly hard job to actually win it, but it's been done multiple times. Yeah. Yep. With great talent like Steve
1: Slayton. Oh man, oh, Pat guys. White.
2: God, they were so good.
0: Remember Devon Divine, uh, Noel Divine. Yeah, Noel yeah. Divine was. Oh my fans.
1: God. Yeah, I mean, they were so good, and this was before I think. I mean, the recruiting sites were around then, right? But like, wasn't Divine like a five star? He was just dumb as a box of rocks, and that's why.
0: Yeah, I want to say that there. it was a. He was either a Florida State recruit. Yeah. A Florida, he was one of the, the big three Florida school recruits, and yeah. either he didn't have the grades or whatever. And West Virginia welcomes those guys with open arms and no teeth. Yeah. He turned into a- <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah, and he turned into a player, and then he just disappeared. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah,
2: he's a great college kid. That's no idea. Life. Yeah, might
0: have had might have had legal issues. Yeah. I'm excited to see what bowl season looks like because it's looking like there's probably going to be seven or eight American teams that are going to be bowl eligible. I'd like to see what they look like against your middle of the pack, you know, ACC or big 10 matchups. So they're going to have an opportunity.
2: Middle of the pack. ACC is middle (laughs) of the pack. American right now. Okay.
0: Yeah. No, you know, I think, I think middle. Yeah. And honestly, middle of the pack. ACC is three down, maybe two, two down. Oh yeah. All right. Let's (laughs) move to the picks. So last week Jeff and Kyle finished 6 and 6 and right, I finished Kyle. a yeah Kyle Kyle hey. back into 500 land.
2: What's that about? I don't know this.
0: The time he goes off the podcast. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, the time he
0: Texas picks is when he
2: I went on a sabbatical and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I found myself uh, uh, <laughs> full, full of 500 ticks and wine <laughs> and wine. <laughs> I also realized that the show didn't have enough me, so I needed to come back.
1: Yeah, thank
0: you. Uh, in In lieu of Kyle, (laughs) we had Will, and Will finished five and seven with his picks, and I followed it up with a four and eight, doing my best impression of Kyle. I really got (laughs) wild there with Iowa and and Hawaii. Man, I was. Did you also
1: get?
2: (laughs) Did you also get drunk off wine too?
0: No, I honestly, (laughs) it was yeah, it was a spritzer. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: You had portals and James.
0: Yep, yeah, I had two of them, and I just thought, you know what, A&M can cover. What the hell?
1: (laughs) Oh, gosh.
0: Our first game is the number three Clemson Tigers visiting the 4-2 and Louisville Cardinals. Louisville are 22-point underdogs at home. This is after putting up a lot of points
2: on a pretty bad
0: Wake Forest defense, I think.
2: I really don't want Louisville to do anything ever. So Louisville
0: and Pitt, noted enemies of Kyle Castle.
2: Yes. Hey. Full name. Damn it. We've used our full name on this. Have we? Yeah. Why are you shouting?
1: Oh. Okay. Whatever fine yeah we gave out your social security on the last one so <laughs>
2: yeah we did yeah yeah <laughs> your dress jokes on you i don't even know my socials. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god
2: all right and kyle's uh,
0: kyle's credit just shoots through the roof his student <laughs> gets paid for yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, it's like amazing this, it's like the guy that brings the venmo sign on game day it's like send beer money and everyone sends him money <laughs>
2: I just uh, to send mortgage money.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: because Kyle doesn't tweet, he doesn't have any sketchy tweets <laughs> in his past, so he's good. God. Uh, I'm the greatest politician. I think after Clemson hammered Florida State, I really want to pick Louisville to cover. I really, really, really do. I really so really <laughs> am ah, God, I I love uh, Satterfield's great, and what he's done in such a short time, and there's probably going to be a sophomore slump there, but I really like Satterfield, and I'm going to pick Louisville to cover.
2: I'm going to go Clemson. Fuck it.
1: Yeah, Kyle's right. Clemson's average margin of victory is 27 points, and Louisville's giving up almost 32 points a game. So, and Clemson's looked
0: pretty rough until this last game, like yeah. in terms of yeah. So Clemson, I'll take, I'll it's,
1: take Clemson. Yep.
0: It's Clemson versus the rest of the ACC. <laughs> Just it's the Clemson
1: death march. I did not realize, but you were right. Louisville is four and two right now. They are definitely ahead of schedule.
0: Oh wait. I yeah. think I think I mean it, it, I don't think they didn't have talent last year, right? It was that the coaches gave up on them and yeah, they Petrino gave up on their right. lives. Bobby Petrino, yeah. Now, yeah. now you've you've replaced what is a sociopath with what seems like a genuinely great human being. There's no wonder there. There's no wonder they're, <laughs> no wonder they're trying more. <laughs> yeah.
2: Man, but last year was glorious. It was glorious. You know, Louisville just completely implode. Go year. up in flames. Yeah. What was
0: incredible <laughs> about last year was every. Vegas didn't adjust in time So they were like Okay 13 point underdogs And they get smashed by 26 <laughs> Then they'd be Then they'd be like 18 point underdogs And they get smashed by 32 And Vegas just couldn't They couldn't give enough points To the other team Because Louisville would just Outdo themselves With how shit they were
2: Oh and Syracuse Spanked them late in the season
1: It's
0: great Oh Wonderful 4-2 and two Iowa State Visit 3-3 three and three Texas Tech Iowa State Are 6.5 point favorites On the road
1: Cool
2: Give me Texas Tech. Give me the Red Raiders. I know that Iowa State might be looking like they've really kind of turned it around a little bit, but give me old Jet down there.
0: Yeah, Jet Duffy. I'm, I'm going to use the transitive property, too. Texas Tech gave Baylor fits. Iowa State played Baylor really close, to. You know what? Scratch that. I'm going to say Iowa State.
1: I would say um, oh, it's at home for Texas Tech. Man, that's tough. It's Texas Tech. I mean, their defense has gotten better, still not great. Um,
0: and their offense is is not bad, but they they really struggle against the run. And if they're focused on passing, that's supposed to be Matt Campbell and Iowa State's strength,
1: right? I'm gonna go with uh, Iowa State.
0: Temple receiving votes at five and one, visiting the number nineteen SMU Mustangs. Give give me SMU. Give me SMU.
2: This is a tough one. Oh.
0: Temple to speed a good Memphis team.
2: Is it the SMU team that shows up from the first half of the Tulsa game, or is it the, uh, or is it the one that's that's that showed up in the second half? Um. Oh God, <laughs> this is a tough one. Um. Give me Temple. Oh, I don't know if I like that. Oh God. I
0: was tempted to take Temple covering as well because I think they're going to keep it close. I'm just guessing with the SMU off week, I'm hoping that it's going to give us a little bit of oomph, and we're going to be able to take advantage of what Memphis did in the last half against Temple.
2: I'm also trying to do things that I don't really like because it's obviously hasn't helped me.
1: Doing things Picking that like. the ones you like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with, I don't want to go with three road teams in a row, but. SMU has won a lot of really close games. No, that's Temple. Uh, Give me SMU.
0: Yes, boys. Number 17, Arizona State, is going up against number 13, Utah. At Utah, Utah are 12.5-point favorites, and Utah's very good defense is going to try to keep Arizona State from scoring From keeping Arizona State from getting the FBS record for consecutive games scoring more than ten points, Kyle, do you want to take a guess at what the record is? It's blank consecutive games scoring at least ten points, and Um, it was previously held by two thousand eight through two thousand nineteen Louisiana Tech.
2: Oh Jesus! Okay, so I'm gonna say it's God. I gave you the hundred and four.
0: It's 126.
2: Okay, (laughs) so they're 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 at 125
0: right now, tied with Louisiana Tech.
2: What did Herman Edwards? What did what did he say?
1: You play to win the game.
2: You don't just you don't just play to cover the game. You play to win the game. Arizona State.
0: (laughs) Arizona State. I've definitely you know what I've also got Arizona State to cover, but I do think Utah wins.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I think 12-and-a-half is too much. Arizona State has played a ton of close games, and they also seem to have a pretty good defense. So I think it'll be closer, but Utah still wins.
0: Good deal. We're going to skip over the Michigan. You know what? Actually, I was going to skip our teams, and then I just totally forgot because I got riled up about SMU, <laughs> SMU, being, SMU being ranked number 19. So you've got number 16, Michigan, visiting number 7, Penn State, for game day. It's a big wide-out game. And the Penn State Nittany Lions are eight point favorites.
2: Do you think in this social climate, Penn State should be uh doing a yeah, whiteout it's a, game? It's kind of a weird time for the <laughs> whiteout game, isn't it? Uh, I don't know how well that's gonna go over. It'll we'll go over fine in Happy Valley, but uh give me Michigan. Give me Michigan to cover. I've got Michigan to cover as well and Jeff.
1: Well we're gonna look like idiots when they don't, but I think Michigan as well. I think they lose by a touchdown. That might be that
0: might be the <laughs> first time that that Jeff's picked like Michigan like a well he didn't <laughs> think they were going to cover against Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> We've got four and two Arizona at three and three Southern Cal Southern Cal are seven and a half point favorites.
2: Okay, I don't know what to do with Southern Cal because every time I pick them, they don't do anything. Whenever I pick against them, they go off.
0: So you did pick Notre Dame to cover the eleven, and USC dicked you there. So if you pick Arizona to cover, USC's
2: probably gonna. I don't have a, I don't have. I don't know what you're gonna do. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna pick say USC. I'm gonna pick USC, and I don't know if I like it. So you know what? That's probably a good thing.
1: This one's tough.
2: It's tough
0: because Arizona looked awful in a, a pretty good amount of a pretty good stretch of that Washington game.
1: Yeah, and USC is interesting because they're three and three with three wins at home and three losses on the road. So I'm going to take USC.
0: We've got four and two Pittsburgh going to the Carrier Dome, and their road favorites against the Syracuse Orange. Pittsburgh favored by two and a half points. You don't go into the Loud
2: House and get two and a half. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to pick Syracuse. Against my better judgment, betting with my heart here. Um, both teams just marching towards seven and six, six and seven, and uh, I think Syracuse gets them at home. Uh, Devito has a bit of a bounce back game after a shit game again. Well, actually, he wasn't. It wasn't him. It was everything else around him that was terrible in- against uh, against NC State, uh, but. I don't know why I trust it so much. But yeah, Syracuse to win against Pittsburgh.
0: Excellent. And Jeff?
1: It's really funny because these are two of the only teams I've seen that when you look at their scoring differential, they both give up more points than they score per game. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really just a way the math adds up. But Pitts won three in a row. Syracuse has gotten blown out a couple times. But I still I think I think Kyle's right. I'll, I'll take Syracuse to, to pull out a close one.
2: Here's the thing that scares
1: me Syracuse hasn't beaten anybody yet this year. They've beaten Liberty,
2: uh, New Hampshire. You know, you got Holy Cross. Western Michigan. Oh, Holy something. Cross, yeah. Yeah, Western's not bad. Okay, that's our best win. <laughs> I think Liberty's and then, 4 and then, 2 now. I think. Well, Hugh. <laughs> now that he's up and walking. <laughs> Hugh Freeze has <laughs> is, is now like, amassed like a giant throne of chairs. It's like the Iron Throne, but it's just chairs pushed it's together. Hospital chairs, yeah.
0: He's on rollerblades, but they're actually just two tanks strapped to his feet.
2: (laughs) He's amassed a bigger booger mobile deal than booger.
0: Colorado, after getting destroyed last week by Oregon, go to Washington State. And we've got Washington State 12.5 point favorites at home despite losing three games in a row. Also, Mike Leach has a social
2: media ban that he just instituted (laughs) with his players. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to read more that Mike Leach has a social media ban. He's not allowed to do anything. He's got a. He's uh, he he can't converse with uh, with media or anything. He's banned himself, which would be a detriment to to society. Oh man, give me give me Washington State.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take Washington State too, even though they've lost three in a row. Oregon has gotten blasted. They've given up 30 points almost well 30 points or more almost every game they played. they Colorado. Colorado, sorry. Their defense is, is bad, so I'll take I'll take Leach. Leach and his boys.
0: I'm gonna pick Washington State to cover as well. And speaking of Oregon, number 12, Oregon, face off against number 25, Washington. And a win for Oregon basically hands in the pac 12 South in the middle of October. Washington are three-and-a-half-point underdogs at
2: home. How is Oregon in the Pac-12 South? Nothing makes sense.
0: Are they really
1: in the Pac-12 South?
0: You know what? I literally got this. I'm looking at it now. They're in the Pac-12 North, and I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> there are I had, so many no, no, no. California so I was looking up, I know, So I was looking up the conference standings, right, because I was making just additional notes for these picks. And I went on NCAA's actual website, and I swear to God, they had them under Pac twelve South. They and I was like, and I saw it, and I was like, eh, no questioning it. Like, there's dumber things. I just think of like the Big Ten Legends and Leaders Conference and oh, or Division. They're
2: they've already like, like, oh,
0: doesn't make any sense. That's a throwback. Let's go with it.
2: Hey, hey, Pac twelve has just already instituted the the fair uh, the the pay to play uh, the <laughs> play pay to play. So they've just xed all of the uh, the California teams. So now Oregon is in the South.
0: Is technically in the South, right? <laughs> yeah, it's the
2: Washington teams in the North. <laughs> it's the Pack 6 I'm going to go Oregon covers.
1: I agree. Uh, Washington has not been super impressive. They've been fine. I mean, I think people are m- more down on them than they should be, but Oregon's defense is elite, giving up eight points per game.
0: Yeah, Oregon's defense is, is insane, and I think even with a good effort by Eason, the only thing that that troubles me is that Oregon's offense has it sometimes looked pretty mediocre.
1: They How lost. Did they Bruce. lose. They
0: lost Jake. Yeah, they lost Breland for the year. Their their number one tight end, and I think really probably Herbert's favorite receiver. So I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna pick Washington to cover. I think they lose by three, but mm. I, I'm just that's not a bad call. This season's kind of weird, you know. I'm thinking at Washington, maybe they have an advantage there a little bit. Baylor, number 18 Baylor, go to Oklahoma State, and the Cowboys are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Ooh. All
2: Baylor's done is a win. And Oklahoma State has looked a bit flimsy lately. The rule train keeps on going. Give me Baylor. It's because I want it to happen.
0: <laughs> yep, I'm going to go with Baylor as well.
1: Last year... They lost at Baylor. Can they get revenge? I don't or think. You, so. you
0: you answer it. And it was a pretty close game. I think it was a four point game, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um I just I like the way Baylor's playing right now. Their rules just doing a great job. Yeah, I'll take Baylor. Too. Yeah,
0: the only the only thing know. that really worries me about it is Baylor just lost their middle linebacker, who's mm. pretty important for their three three five and uh, Oklahoma State's quarterback is a little scrambling bastard. So I could see that maybe causing fits, but I still think Baylor's three points better.
1: Yeah.
0: Our surprise games. We have two teams that are both receiving votes in the AP Top 25. We have Tulane visiting Memphis. Memphis for five and a half point
2: favorites. I think that Memphis, uh, wait, they're visiting Memphis, right? Yep. I think Memphis uh, rebounds from last, last week. The city you spoke so highly about. Well, it has nothing <laughs> to do with the city. Um, just the people. The city's people. beautiful. Yeah. You said you just, the barbecue sucks. Just the people. <laughs> I love the just city. The Wish that they get more get different citizens. No. Let me <laughs> let me tell you about these buildings. <laughs> uh. um, no, g- give me Memphis. I think they rebound and uh, kind of end the Tulane dream right there. Not dr- not like end it, but you know, give them a.
0: Yeah. Give him a, a step back. Smack. Yeah. Put him behind the eight ball. Put him put him behind the levy. Oh, Jesus man. Christ, Kyle. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm going I'm I'm
1: Jeff, I'm throwing it to you because I actually am gonna edit that out. Oh to, no. Time to end the podcast. Um I think uh man, this is a tough one. I think I'll go with Memphis at home. I'm gonna go with
0: Two lane to cover, but I do think Memphis ultimately wins the game. It feels like a close one. That's true. And we have a two and four Purdue team. Listen, these surprise games—it <laughs> was, kind of, was kind of difficult. A two and four Purdue team going to number twenty three Iowa. Iowa are fifteen point favorites, despite not scoring more than twelve
1: in their last two games. <laughs>
2: But is everybody still hurt for Purdue?
1: Yeah. I think they're still down on it to their third-string quarterback. And Rondale Moore, I don't think he's playing.
2: And I know Maryland's
0: got a lot of injuries, but they did still hang 40 on Maryland.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go with Purdue. I wouldn't be surprised if Iowa wins, but yeah. Purdue to cover.
2: Yeah. Give them Purdue to cover. Iowa, I mean, I just don't know if they're going to score enough to... <laughs> to make it a fifteen point spread. I think that's a valid
0: point, and I think also that Iowa brings everybody down to their level, so I think that it is close. I think Purdue loses, but I don't think it's by fifteen. I just can't yeah. I, I can't imagine unless it's defensive touchdowns that Iowa scores enough to be fifteen points ahead of Purdue. Excellent. That's our picks. That looks like a bunch of six and six results. Oh yeah. Almost undoubtedly. So take it or leave it. Pick them what you pick what you want to take to Vegas and run
2: with it. <laughs> but we're not liable.
1: Oddly,
2: five hundred will get me. You know, will have, be an improvement on my on my year. So yeah, yeah. you're moving upwards. Hours and upwards, you guys. It's great. Kyle's climbing the charts, and we are going
0: to get out of here. I hope you enjoy the next week of football. We got some good ones. And gentlemen, go ahead and say goodbye.
2: Bye bye. Farewell.
0: Jeff is Weak. out of words. He's out of words, and we've Weak. done like we've done it like five
2: times. Did you say Alvita Zane yet?
1: No, I almost did Riva Derchi. Oh,
2: uh, well, you uh, should have.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, say I'll that. say it, Riva Derchi. <laughs> I said it like it's an Arizona State like defensive back.
1: He was a great <laughs> running back, wasn't it? quarterback Mike Riva Derci? <laughs> I think it was. For, yeah, yeah.
0: That's almost. I Wait. think. Isn't that <laughs> Rutgers uh, interim <laughs> <the> coach? <laughs>
2: Isn't that the third baseman for for the Miami uh, Marlins right now?
1: Hi, my name is Joshua Tracy.
2: And I am Corwin Heller.
1: And we are the hosts of a statistics and sports podcast called Juicing the Numbers.
0: We cover the NFL, college football, MLB, and the NHL with anything that we like to talk about in between.
1: If you like sports and the numbers behind it, Come check out our show, Juicing the Numbers, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you find podcasts. Hit us up on Twitter at JuicingPOD.